Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Aloha, everyone. Melissa and I are back on the North Shore of Hawaii, which is kind of a trip. Feels like deja vu recording a podcast episode. The majority of our, I don't know if I would say the majority, but well over half of our episodes we're actually shot on the North Shore. We feel like that's where the podcast really kind of gained a lot of momentum. And Melissa and I always had the belief, whether it's true or not, that yeah, there was just something special and magical about the vibe of the North Shore that attracted so many amazing people like you that supported the podcast. And so we're back out here for the month of February. Yeah, I think we recorded our first four episodes of the podcast were recorded when we were living in Arizona. And then they went live, but they went live like after we had moved to Hawaii. And I remember sitting on the beach one day right after we moved here and someone was like, so yeah, how's Hawaii? Like, how was your day? And I was, I remember saying, this is my friend Janae. I remember saying, yeah, we launched a podcast today. And she was like, what? Like, hey, you have a podcast? You know, it was just funny, just funny memories. And that's what this whole trip has been. It's been like, memory lane I guess of the places we love to surf and the people that we love to see and the North Shore just always calls us back yeah we were really surprised because we actually hit number two in the kids and family category on iTunes which wasn't anything of our doing uh, just su- the, su- the support of amazing family and friends and so I think you know what, what Melissa and I wanted to talk about today is this idea of life you know is life just one big adventure so a little bit of context, we lived on the North Shore of Oahu in 2021, just kind of felt called to take our family on an adventure, sold everything we owned, moved out here. And it was just really a magical time. Like we really loved it. And then in December of 2022, we moved back to Arizona, but to my hometown. And uh, we came out last April for a couple of weeks. Our son Tate has been back a couple of times, but we we. We always feel this pull back to the North Shore and we really didn't have it on the calendar to be here, but I'm always kind of putting the vibe out and putting the word out to people that if they ever hear of a house opening up or a unique opportunity, let us know. And some of our uh, good friends out here, the Pierces, let us know that their neighbor needed to be on the mainland for an extended period of time and their home was going to be available for the month of February. So with like, I don't know, three weeks notice, we were like, yeah, we'll take it. And uh, Tanner, who was just ending basketball season, had a little bit of time before baseball season. Other kids were out of sport season. And so we unenrolled the kids from school and we're out here for the month. And then when we get home, we'll enroll them back into school. Which that was what their school suggested, by the way. We were going to reach out to their teachers. In fact, we did start reaching out to their teachers saying they're in the local public school right now, except for Tate. And just asking them, like, can we get the kids' schoolwork when they're gone for this extended, you know, four weeks? And the office actually was 
the school's office was like, do you know what? If you're going to be gone longer than 10 days, then we have to start reporting to the state and all of this. I th we think you should just unenroll them from school and then you can just re-enroll them when you get back. So I guess technically we're moving away for the month and then we'll move back and then <laughs> re-enroll them, which I guess I don't mind like having to follow up on homework and do everything. I did bring, um, there is a marine biology unit that we're working on. And then I brought a bunch of books and I just feel like we'll just call it good. Practice reading, marine biology, surfing, call it good. But I was thinking though, like, okay, the marine biology unit's like talking about the tides and the depths of the ocean. And the other night we were at the beach kind of late and you could see the tide changing. And I was like, this is like better than a book right here. It's like happening in real life. Yeah, that was some of what was interesting has been people's reactions when we tell them we're coming out here for the month. And we, we, we experienced a little bit of this when we moved out here for the, for the whole year, but especially, I think this is almost even more surprising or confronting to some people because it's right during the middle of school and it's just, we're unenrolling our kids. And so when we tell people we're coming out here for the month, 99% of people say, well, what about your kids? Like, what about their school? And my thought, my first thought is always like, yeah, what about our kids? Like, what about their school? Like, like you can do that. I'm like, yeah, you can do it. Like it's your kids. You can do whatever you want. And I just think like that, that is the thing that I really wanted to talk about is just the paradigm. I think that the paradigm shift that I think is so helpful sometimes is like, we just think inside this box of like, well, we can only do what we want to do based on what the school system allows us to do, or we can only do what we want to do based on what our family says is okay or what our kids friends are doing or other families and it's like no like you can do whatever you want you can be whoever you want to be you can live your life however you want to live it and you know we've had some people i think that aren't really stoked about our decision to and not just with this but just melissa and i, I you know we, we kind of live a pretty adventurous life and travel a lot and we don't really allow i don't at least I don't think we don't allow like the school system or other people's expectations to have a huge impact on our decisions. And I think for some people that's confronting and it's like, well, what do you think? Like, do you think life's just one big adventure? And Melissa and I've been talking a lot about that. And we've come to the conclusion that yes, yes, it is. <laughs> we do believe life is one big adventure <laughs> and it's meant to be lived. And look, that doesn't mean that the adventure is like just all willy nilly fun. Like adventures you know, parts of, parts of adventures are perilous. Parts of adventures are risky. Parts of adventures are scary. Uh, parts of adventures are uncertain, but there's also parts of adventures that are like fun and new and magical and thrilling. And like, and, and I was listening to this podcast episode by Jocko Willink, where he talks about how life is a game, but it's, it's meant to be played and it's meant to like, you're, it's meant for you to play to win, you know, because I'd, I'd rather play the game of life to win and make it the most epic adventure then get to the end of my life and realize oh man there was a game the whole time and now it's like game over and i didn't ever play to win and we didn't always think this way i mean there's a for a long time we thought very much like within the box do's and don'ts right or wrong good or bad what you're supposed to do what you should do just stay in line do what other people expect you to do and the cool thing is you get to choose your own adventure like for some people 
unenrolling their kids for a month and coming to Hawaii would be miserable. Like, and for us, it's, it's magical. And so I don't, I don't also don't want you to try and feel like I'm trying to persuade you into the way we choose to look at life, but just that you can look at life like an adventure and it is a game. And like, how are you playing the game of life? And are you playing it to win with your family? I was um, reading an old journal entry that I, that I wrote about on my birthday actually last year in September. And I wrote this quote down. I feel like it fits here, but it says it's attributed to Oscar Wilde. It says to live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist and that is all. And I just feel like, yeah, that's what we want to do. Like, let's live. You know, they say there's a study. I can't remember the woman's name. I've referenced it before, I think. But at the end of her, she, um, I think it was a hospice nurse in Australia. And she said that at the end of, you know, in her care, when she would be asking people at the end of their life, you know, what were their biggest regrets? And it was all, it was along these lines. Like, I wish it would have lived more and taken these risks and like gone gone for it whatever it is you know what i mean yeah it was funny right i didn't know you're gonna share a quote because i had one teed up too from uh mark twain and he said that 20 years from now you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones you did do so throw off the bow line sell away from the safe harbor catch the trade winds in your sails explore dream discover and again what, and, and figure out what exploring, dreaming, discovering looks like and means for you and your family. And I'll tell you, your kids are going to be fine. Not only are your kids going to be fine, they'll probably flourish as a result of your adventuring and living life. And like that quote said, like, it's like life is meant to be lived. Like I guarantee you, our kids will learn far more about life and future development and success by this 30 days in Hawaii than they ever would sitting in a classroom for 30 days. And there's a usefulness to school. Like, you know, there can be, but I hope that this episode for me, if anything, I hope it just kind of maybe gets you thinking like, yeah, what would, what would living life like an adventure look like for us? What would, what, what's the game we want to play and maybe start questioning some of the shoulds and the supposed tos and the boxes that society and, people around us try to put us in i've been reading a book this trip it's called um the inexplicable laws of success and it and it talks about that this very thing about the boxes that we unknowingly start putting ourselves in you know beginning when we're young like i can't think of any examples off the top of my head but it is true like i can see in my own life the things that you think you're capable of or the things you can do they're just you just take them on as truth but are they actually truth? Like there's a couple examples in the book of, um, it was this experiment. It was these, they put these fleas in a jar and they put a lid on the jar for some period of time. And the fleas, I guess, can jump like 150 times higher than their, than their height. And they could jump the lid. Well, then they're, then however tall tall they are. Yeah. They can jump that. So they could way exceed the height of the jar, but there was like a glass lid on the jar. And so, However long they were in there, they kept jumping and hitting their hitting their head, whatever. They couldn't get out of the jar. Then after some time, they took the lid off the jar and the fleas never went out because they just didn't know. They didn't even try to. After a certain amount of time, it was like they knew that, you know, this is the ceiling here. We don't need to 
try try this anymore. We don't need to, you know, we'll never be able to get out of here. And the analogy was that how often are we like just putting ourselves in a box where we could far exceed, you know, what we think we're capable of, but we put ourselves, we put these limits on ourselves and what we think we can do that aren't actually true. Yeah. And they're not limits that are actually placed on us by other people other than like we place limits on ourselves that no one else does. Now we may think they have, but we just mm-hmm. let them like have influence over this because of their opinion. And it takes some courage. Like it takes some courage to really like step outside the box and live the, the way you want to live. And one of the things you will face if you do it is you will face criticism. And you know, Melissa and I can, you know, you know both from personal experience in so many ways, right? Like, like if you step outside the box to go start your own business, right? In some ways that's stepping outside the box. And for some people around you, that'll be really threatening to them. If you step outside the box and take your kids out of public school, if you step outside the box and move somewhere, like it'll take some courage and you're likely to face criticism. But what I found is the people criticizing you, it says more about them than you. Like it's their own projections of like their own insecurities. And I think sometimes it's their fear to like truly live that scares them. So rather than them spending their energy focusing on what truly living would be for them, it's easier just to criticize you for having the courage to truly live. And you just can't get rattled by that. It's almost like if you're getting some criticism, the mindset and the thought should be like, good. This is good. We must be doing something right. <laughs> That's a Jocko, a Jocko quote. Yeah. I don't know what else to say other than like, we're really grateful to be here. Uh, we're really loving like, you know, the adventures. and, But I will say, the reason we felt so called to shoot this episode, I think, is is the number of people that when we tell them that what we're doing, the number of people that are like, you can do that. And I'm like, wow, like, yes, you can do it. Not just like from a rules perspective, like it's the, you're not breaking any rules. Like you can do whatever you want with your family and with your kids, but also that you can do it. You know, I was talking with some clients today um, on the West Coast and we were on a Zoom call, you know, and they're in the, all in their offices and they can tell that I have some beautiful background behind me in this like forest. And they're like, where are you? And again, they were just like, oh my gosh, like, okay, you've inspired us. We're going to, we're going to go on an adventure this summer. Like we usually go for a week. We're going for two weeks. I'm like, yeah, you can do it. Like go. And I think, you know, you can inch your way into stuff. And that, that to me is, you don't have to. We didn't start this way. We started by, okay, instead of going on one week, a one week trip in the summer, let's go on, let's go for two weeks. And then we did that and we're like, okay, now let's, let's try for a month. And that seemed like crazy to us that we could go stay somewhere for a month in the summer. And then we did that. It was like, oh, and then you just keep, you know, getting a little more adventurous and seeing what works for your family and, you know, kind of like, yeah, how you want to play the game. And we have the luxury of owning our own business. We don't, you know, we don't have a nine to five that you have to show up to. Um, but I guess it goes back to what your earlier thing was, is that it doesn't have to look any certain way. Like this is what adventure and living looks like for us. This is how we like to do it. But everyone will have their own unique way that their family wants to live. Yeah. Okay. So as a takeaway, talk about as a family, talk about what living would really look like for you. Like, what would it mean to really live? And maybe what's an adventure that kind of seems like a pipe dream? 
that you could actually start looking into like, how could we go do this? And just start maybe challenging like, yeah, the boxes that sometimes we allow people to put us in. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.